You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of the cathedral, along with Mark Teresi, co-host and executive director. You can also get us on youtube.com slash catholicchicago, again, 312-255-8408. Good morning, Mark. How are you doing? Good morning, Greg. We, the walkover was kind of nice. Uh, the weather's not terrible, and you and I both... <laughs> We're avoiding the ice, saying that we're like two old men. And I said, what do you mean, like two old men? We are, we are two old men. We think, please be careful outside. Yes, yes. Yesterday was about 42. Today's in the 20s right now, heading up to 31. But there are definitely on the sidewalk uh, melted spots that have frozen over during the night. So yeah, please be very careful. Be, about, back three, four years ago, I had an emergency mark at the uh, Northwestern Hospital. I was coming back about 2 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It was winter. Didn't see this blind spot of um, ice, uh, the black ice, and I went down on my right shoulder. I was oh, fine, but when you fall, it happens so fast. It's like, what hit you? Yeah, but you can see the people on YouTube. You're leaning to the left, so maybe something did happen <laughs> with your shoulder. <laughs> so I, I went fly. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. That's pretty good. So it, uh, we got a great program lined up here on WNDZ 7:50 a.m. for the first half hour. St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta Parish recently celebrated the Lunar Year, Lunar New Year. So the one we have three guests coming, but one with us right now is Lily May. Lily, are you with us on the program this morning? Good morning, Lily. Uh, by the way, Tom and Sharon just joined in. Oh, they so did. Oh, wonderful. Then we also wonderful. have with us Sharon Wong, Thomas Howard, and Lily May, all from St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta Parish. And uh, good morning to all of you. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Oh, sure. Now, where is St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta Parish located? Tom, you want to take that, please? Yes. Our our church is on 218 West Alexander, and our we have two schools, or we actually have one school with two campuses. We're at uh, the former St. Barbara campus on Loomis, and we're at 247 West 23rd Street, right next to our uh, parish. So it's St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta Parish, and it's St. Teresa Chinese Catholic School. Oh, sure. Now, Tom, are you from Chicago originally? I've been in Chicago since the Bears won the Super Bowl, so I will attribute my residency to (laughs) Chicago. So then you go back to Uh, January of 1986. Yeah. Yes, uh, but I'm originally from Minnesota, and today is the first feast of uh, the Ben uh, Saint Scholastica. So I, I was born and raised a Benedictine. So I'm very oh, happy today, wow. Father Greg. That's oh, that's great. wonderful! Now, are you also a Vikings fan? 
I'm a Bears fan. Good. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. Well, tell us about, first of all, for our listeners, what and when is was the Lunar New Year? Who can explain that for us? Sharon, you want to take that? The Lunar New Year calendar um, is a traditional calendar that uh, majority as of uh, Asian will follow. And Lunar New Year calendar is the first day of the spring they consider. And in this year, 2022, um, our first day of the Lunar New Year is starting from 1st of February. We celebrate usually two weeks. Um, and this year, and we also have the, uh, every year we have a Zodiac, and this year is Year of the Tiger. Oh. Now, I, I saw the, you had wonderful um, advertising. I, it wasn't really advertising. It was uh, covering you on, Channel 7 did a beautiful, beautiful segment on the celebration. And what I was fascinated with, two things. One was the colors. The, the, just the vibrancy. But the other thing was, if you could explain the combined elements of that celebration where all of a sudden, you know, they showed the dragon coming down the main aisle. And uh, can, can someone kind of go through with us, what are the elements of that celebration? Maybe I can uh, take a shot at that. We'll start out, we have the fireworks. So just yeah. to announce, <laughs> yes, the arrival of <laughs> Lion Dance. And then after that, actually, there are three lions in there. And by the way, they were all parishioners. Their families, father and son team, father and daughter team, brothers. Look at that. And uh, so we're like a do I, why? Do it yourself celebration. Mm -hmm. That is really the best part. Yeah, look at the the fireworks on YouTube. You can see it. Yes. And then we have the traditional uh, dance performed by the school children oh. and signifying, you know, just the joyfulness of the occasion. And then in, on the screen, I see that you're showing uh, the drums that's playing to accompany the lion dance. And that just really bring out, you know, the burst out the joy and um, coming up the aisles. And it was just great way to kick off the celebration occasion. And this happens before the mass starts. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a tradition of, uh, I had read 20 years of this celebration uh, at St. At Saint, now it's St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta. But um, is that, you've been doing this a long time. Yes, actually at this church, uh, this particular site, St. Teresa Chinese Catholic Church site, it has been going on for perhaps 30 years. Oh, wow. But in, Right, but I think in more recent uh, past, since maybe the mid um, 2000, year 2000, we really brought it up to the next notch. Look at the, uh, the decoration within the church, just the beautiful colors and embroidery, the gorgeousness of all that. But what really makes it special is how it blends so harmoniously with the church setting, which mm-hmm. is the Western, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful Italian colors. That's how this site started. And yes, you see the harmonious combination of the Asian culture and the beauty of the Western culture, all combined here. Now, uh, Lily, when you say this is a two-week celebration that which began with the beautiful Mass, what are some of the other celebrations that happen over the 14-day period? 
I think Cheryl is referring to the two-week traditional celebration that's usually done in other Asian countries. In Chicago, we actually do not have the luxury of celebrating two weeks straight. Mm -hmm. However, in family settings, you know, we do eat special food and we get together to the extent allowed <laughs> under the pandemic uh, with friends and, uh, you know, just joyfully celebrating. But two weeks is usually observed in Asian countries not in the United States. Now, my favorite is food. What kinds of <laughs> foods are connected? Uh, you can tell. Sharon's a real foodie. Maybe you want to ask that. <laughs> Give it a try, Sharon. Well, especially my daughter, um, the favorite food is rose pig. The entire, uh, the entire rose pig um, that we usually oh, wow. eat. Um, um, order like a, a, a mini one that we will order at home. And then, of course, we have some luxury items. Um, usually, we don't eat um, every date, um, such as sea cucumber, dried scallop, abalone. Those are very expensive items. Mm -hmm. And uh, some people say, how does a mushroom cost a fortune to eat? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Those that we don't eat every day, but what, uh, all of all of them, my favorite is rose pegs. <laughs> Now, let me ask a question, Tom. What is your role in the parish? Uh, I am the uh, director of religious education, and I also help with the parish uh, and the school. So I teach in the school. In fact, I just got done doing the prayer for St. Scholastica. And Father Ken, I wanted to just segue on what Sharon and Lily shared about from a perspective of um, culture. So St. Therese, uh, parish was uh, uh, attributed with the title, official canonical title of the Chinese apostolate by the late uh, Cardinal Francis George. And what does that mean? So the, to be the Chinese apostolate is that we celebrate Chinese culture and we also reach out in every way we can as a parish and a school community to touch the hearts and draw them into a friendship with Jesus. So this uh, Lunar New Year celebration, uh, some people could say, well, it's a syncretism. No, it's it's really uh, the veneration of elders, which is a fundamental part of the ceremony, is really honoring uh, the roots of what it means to respect one's elders. So it's really a beautiful ceremony, and all of the pageantry uh, touches into the heart of who we are as the Chinese apostle. Of course, we do many other things uh, in our school and our parish community to address our, our unique identity as the Chinese apostolate. This is kind of like the big uh, banquet of our Chinese apostolate for the community. So I get the impression, Tom, that there's a real strong connection between the parish and the school, that they work very closely together. Am I right? Yes. Well, the, the school really is an outgrowth of the Chinese apostolate. So mm -hmm. as parishioners came together and they said, how can we work with uh, recent immigrants? And uh, Sharon, maybe you can touch into this too, is Education is a very high value. And then uh, in our school, one-third of the student population are Catholic, two-thirds aren't. So we, everything we do, Father Ken, is double in our, in our faith formation. Uh, we have, for instance, one young lady who is going to be baptized, um, a sixth grader, and her name is Sophia, and she just has this genuine, uh, authentic devotion. Uh, Sharon, is uh, her sister, is going to be the godmother and her brother, uh, brother-in-law will be the godfather, and they're going to be doing the scrutinies with uh, Sophia uh, coming up in Lent. It's just so beautiful to see, you know, Miranda uh, take her to become an altar server. So that's really 
what a wonderful way to express the Chinese apostate that this young lady, her parents own restaurants in Chinatown, fell in love with our pilgrimages. We, we, we take her to the shrine of Mother Cabrini this past year, and she just was sharing with people, I feel called to become a Catholic. And Father Francis and I heard that and said, is this for real? She says, yes, I already have my godparents picked out. It's Miranda and Kevin. And mm. It's just wonderful. So it's just a wonderful way to, to and Sharon, maybe you can touch into the Chinese apostolate. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, it just means so much to me um, as a immigrant, as the first generations, um, as an Asian um, and one of those majority without a religious background um, in the family at all. Um, but I myself um, actually attended a Catholic school uh, back in Macau, and that's how I planted the seed. But I was uh, baptized here in St. Therese for my whole family um, in um, 2010 with Father Michael and in St. Therese uh, with Father Michael and Father John, John Cuff. And Father Cuff also celebrated a beautiful mass with us uh, last Sunday. And education and um, church, I think it's very, very important to be connected together. And John, uh, Tom did a really, really good job um, to actually uh, link up all these activities together, let the student, um, especially their family without uh, religion's background, understand uh, what religions, how, how religion is important um, to raise a child. And I always say that um, Asian family in particular really, really um, focus on education, academic success, um, but on their mental side, on their religion's development, this is also important too. And we are working hard on that. Uh, we as an apostolate, we as a educator, parents, my kids go to St. Therese too. We have a very important road um, in this setting. Mark, take us to break. Beautiful. WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sakowitz, Mark Teresi here, 312 255 8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Sharon Wong, Lily May, Thomas Howard from St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta Parish. When we come back, this is before COVID. I remember Father Greg couldn't be here, and I sat with six folks as you merged St. Barbara's and St. Therese, and we had a wonderful conversation. I'd be curious to know how that has progressed, that relationship. Maybe when we come back, we can speak a little bit about that and the impact of Mother Teresa on your mission and ministry. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Join Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago for an exclusive preview night of the 2022 Chicago Auto Show. It's First Look for Charity on Friday, February 11th at the Cormac Place. By choosing Catholic Charities as your charity beneficiary, you'll have access to our private pre-event reception featuring cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, live entertainment, and our always spectacular raffle. Our special guest and MC will be NBC reporter and anchor Lauren Petty. Plus, you'll be free to sample an array of amazing food and beverages from local businesses throughout the auto show. Your ticket also entitles you to a chance to win one of two brand new vehicles in a drawing on the main floor. This is a black tie only event, so get ready for a spectacular evening, seeing the auto show in glamorous style for a great cause. Proceeds from the Catholic Charities Reception benefit our programs and services in Cook and Lake Counties. 
To purchase tickets, visit catholiccharities.net slash firstlook. We are at the Most Blessed Trinity Parish Food Pantry in Waukegan. And here we uh, care for people in need. There was definitely an uptick in the needs for services. We doubled our volume after COVID hit. From servicing about 250 families a week to about 500 a week. We supply bread, tortillas, vegetables, milk, cheese, butter, uh, proteins, fish, chicken, eggs. Well, the annual Catholic Appeal has been a tremendous help to us, especially over the past year and a half. Without the annual Catholic Appeal, we might have to close our doors. Um, our parish is the largest one in the archdiocese, but it's very poor. We think about food, and we think about nourishment, but we also nourish the soul, provide that connection to humanity. The good works here are made possible through the annual Catholic Appeal. Make your gift at annualcatholicappeal.com. At Catholic Charities, we fight hunger in Chicago throughout the year. Our six regional offices in Cook and Lake Counties work together to offer sit-down and to-go meals to anyone in need. We deliver meals to those who are homebound, and our eight food pantries offer three to four days of food supplies based on household size. Participants in these programs have the opportunity to learn about other Catholic charity services that strengthen individuals, families, and their communities. The challenges for those dealing with food insecurity are especially great during the winter months. To learn how you can help those who are hungry in your neighborhood, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7525. That's 312-655-7525. Thank you for your generosity. We're back. WNDZ 750M Catholic Chicago 3122558408 or you can go to youtube.com/catholicchicago our guests today are Sharon Wong, Lily May, Thomas Howard from St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta Parish and we're talking about the lunar new year celebration and before the break I had mentioned um, this is pre-covid uh, 6 representatives from St. Teresa and from St. Barbara's came into the studio. Um, and Father Greg, it, it, it's his show, and he couldn't come that no, day. No, it's our show. Well, he couldn't come that day, and it was my first time alone, and I had six people to interview. And in the studio. In the studio. And they everyone was wonderful. They were talking about how the parishes were beginning to work together, but that was pre-COVID. So I'd be curious now from Sharon, Lily, Thomas, any of your observations about how is that going? How is that going? Because the Lunar New Year celebration was a wonderful celebration, 
and it's probably an education for folks too that maybe haven't been connected to St. Teresa's. So anybody, jump uh, in. Uh, Mark, uh, you just reminded me, I meant to show this. Sharon put together, and I'm showing this on the screen, a wonderful and beautiful worship aid that we use for the Lunar New Year. Beautiful. And that is, I'm sorry for the radio uh, <laughs> listeners, you cannot see the image. It's bilingual. I'm opening up to show display of both Chinese and English. Yes. And I think what is most meaningful is that for the prayer of the faithful, we actually had the intentions offered in six different languages. Wow. And they represent languages spoken among the parishioners, English, Mandarin Chinese, Italian, Cantonese Chinese, Spanish, Indonesian, Tagalog, Polish. How wonderful the diversity within yes. our parish. That's yes. covering both diversity. And, wow. and, and also, this is my favorite part, is for the offertory. The gifts brought up is in addition to the water, wine, and bread, the other rich gifts brought up, Bible, incense, and I'm just going to read quickly mm -hmm. a short description. A symbol of our voices raised in prayer to proclaim our gratitude and love for God. Flowers, these flowers represent our desire to respect the beauty of God's creation and the dignity of humankind, the way God meant for us to do. Fruit. We remember with gratitude the richness of nature, and these are the fruit that we will always grow, and we will grow in love for one another and for God. Beautiful. Rice cake. The offering of the rice cake symbolizes how God satisfied our hunger in life. Rice wine. It symbolizes divine joy. Joy not only satisfies one emotionally, but also strengthens the soul, which is eternal. How rich are these symbols and their enriches the experience for everyone attending the Mass. Now, along, those lines, along those lines, Lily, either for Sharon or for Tom, there's tremendous cultural diversity within the parish, the faith community. So for Sharon or Tom, how are the groupings brought together? And it seems like it's working very, very well because it's one God, one Lord. But I always tell people, you are the church. Together, we are the body of Christ. So Sharon or Tom, how is that working, with the merging of the two parishes? I get the impression it's going very, very well. Yeah, well, thank you, Father Greg. And I think um, after the celebration, the day after we had a liturgy meeting, and so we went from just this wonderful integrative experience of like Lily shared to the hard work of what it takes to put um, a parish together. So we read a, a prayer, Father Francis uh, read a prayer from St. Teresa of Lisieux. So we're, we're so blessed to have this interrelationship between St. Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, St. Uh, Teresa of Lisieux, and, and you know, really goes back to St. Teresa of Avila. So mm -hmm. how's it going, Father Greg? I tell you, it's it's a work in progress. Mm -hmm. um, it's in the nitty gritty, and we are so blessed to have a pastor who, he just, um, I can't say enough about Father Francis. He, 
allows organic things to happen. So at the liturgy committee on Monday, we talked about our theme for the year and we chose the same thing theme as the Senate. And after the meeting, all these emails start coming out from Barbara Hudren and other parishioners. Here we can put this banner up. We can integrate this missionary discipleship theme. And it's hard work. Uh, it's a work in progress. We got a lot of work to do, especially in reaching out to those who don't have a relationship to the church. But we're, we're committed to doing it. And we have a, a great pastor, a wonderful pastor. Yeah, you have Father Francis Lee, who's a great, great pastor. Yes. For a moment, Sharon, you said you had children in school. What grades are they in? Um, uh, <laughs> they actually are in seventh grade and kindergarten. But I do want to chime in your questions because I love these questions. You ask, how does the grouping come? So I uh, personally involved in the very beginning of the Renew My Church process with Tom, a principal, um, Debbie Oid, uh, as well as Father Lee. Um, I can tell just in short, uh, from we don't know anything, from uh, we confused, uh, we have no knowledge, sometimes it's understanding, going to frustration because it's a lot of the work and it's, uh, it's just a chaos, to now, I would say, as Lily and Tom said, is a harmony. But we do it step by step. It's very mini step. Uh, when we first merge together, we have the little activities like uh, we have music group, as Lily remember, went to St. Barb Church from St. Therese, and we have the St. Barb um um, also, music team uh, came to the Centuries Mass. Uh, we have auto survey in exchange together. Uh, Lily also brought up a different languages. Um, some is also from St. Bob. And we have blended together the harmony that now, uh, compared to then, is really, 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 really different. But it takes time. I would say other church or other parishes go running through the same thing. Give them some time and uh, work on the little step to um, kind of understand and include everybody. Now, can I, I have a great that. response. Thank you, Sharon. Could, could I ask you a question? In the, in the uh, tape, um, we saw the Missionary Sisters of Charity come to that event. What's your relationship with Mother Teresa's sisters? They, well, they assist us with catechesis. We also have um, prayer in the neighborhood where they witness their faith uh, by praying their rosary in both Bridgeport and Chinatown once a week, every Monday. Um, they are also uh, help us with our uh, service component where we have um, the young people help with the food at their food pantry. So Father Francis is the, the glue because he celebrates mass with them and then they uh, provide services for catechesis with us in all kinds of different ways. So it's wonderful to have them. Um, we have their feast. Their official feast day is in September at our parish. So the feast of Saint Mother Teresa of Calcutta is in the archdiocese is celebrated at our parish. So we we do that with them. Beautiful. I had a question too, Tom. It, they just showed the clip again on uh, YouTube. Where'd you get that shirt? Well, I got it in Chinatown. Sharon and Lily they recommended a shop, and they said, "Tom, you're a quarter Chinese. Your grandfather's from China. You need to." wear the traditional clothing. So I, I went out and purchased it in, in, in Wentworth Avenue. Very yeah, Tommy, sharp. Tommy, <laughs> your, your grandfather is from China? Tom? My grandmother, uh, German, Grandma Bucher, married um, a Chinese immigrant who had a restaurant in North Dakota. And, and um, so, yeah, my father's half Chinese and half German, and I'm 
Norwegian, Irish, German, and Chinese. So yes, I'm well, quite a mix. But interesting. I, when I came to St. Therese nine years ago, I really found my roots. I, I had celebrated the liturgy in, uh, for 35 years in Spanish. With, and I go to Good Shepherd Parish. So I really found a love, uh, a different um, image of lo- God's love in my own heritage. So it, I really feel at home here. We need yeah. to bring this uh, segment to a close. We want to thank in a very special way Sharon Wong, Lily May and Thomas Howard. Now, I have to admit, I've been doing this program for years. You have the three easiest names I've ever pronounced on the radio program. Again, Sharon Wong, Lily May, and Thomas Howard. I want to thank you for joining us. We're from St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta Parish, having just celebrated the Lunar New Year. God bless all of you. Keep up the great yeah, vision, beautiful. the faith, the dedication, the enthusiasm. Father Greg Sackowitz, along with uh, Mark Tracy on WNDZ 750 AM. You can also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Stay with us. Again, do not touch that dial. 